Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 85 of the talk in the line podcast hey before we go anywhere thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful Wednesday of bets. It is a big day for the TTL crew, but before we tell you what's coming, before we talk some lines for you and give you the value that we found across today's MLB slates and potentially have a special guest in the process, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, you might as well go ahead and hit that notification bell as well. Here is the aforementioned special guest. Uh, Hit that notification bell so you never miss the start of a live show. But if you are listening to the audio version on your favorite podcasting directory, make sure you hit the subscribe button there as well if you haven't already. That way you never miss the drop of any audio because we do release it after every live show is over. Next item up on the docket, be sure if you could be so kind and you do have a few extra seconds, hit that like button, leave us a comment, leave us a rating (laughs) and jump in the live chat if you would like to as well. We can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do and it only helps us make talking the line sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, but certainly not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talking the Line link tree, soon to be added to the link tree, the TalkingTheLine.com website. We'll tell you about that here after a little bit, but outside of that, you can find all of the TTL Crew's content there so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us on today's show, I am your humble host, Colton, Colt 45, Sroka. And as always, if you haven't been here before, thank you so, so much for stopping by, hanging out with the crew here today. If you're one of the regulars, thank you so much, as always, for your support, your following. Can't wait to hammer in some bets with you here today. And we got plenty of value, even though it is a standalone MLB slate. Now, I keep referring to this crew, and uh, once again, 
If you haven't been here before, you just stumbled upon us. Uh, let me introduce you to the other half of the TTL crew. The man sitting to my left, if you are watching live. A young man who you can tell where his fandom lies. If you were watching yesterday's show or saw a clip by chance, you know where mine lies. On the north side, while he sits on the south side. We might disagree there, and we might disagree when it comes to the gridiron with his Packers and my Bears. But nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen... We still meet in the middle, lock arm and arm, day in and day out, and get deep in the trenches in the daily battles with the sports books. And you best believe we got a lot of ticket cashing to do today. So without further ado, let me bring in my partner, the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend himself, Mr. Riley Armax Magnuson. Partner. How the hell are you doing over there today, pal? I'm doing pretty good, my man. Pretty damn good is what I meant to say there. Pretty good didn't sound as excited as I wanted to be, <laughs> but I am pretty damn good. Uh, feeling pretty great myself. Awesome basketball game to watch last night. Ready to get into the dog days of summer here the next month and a half or so before we dive deep into some of our favorite seasons of the year. Ooh, boy. But yeah, I'm doing pretty damn good, my man. How about you? Oh, man. No complaints on this side of the table. Appreciate you asking. Uh, glad you did mention it because it is the dog days of summer, my friends. It is full MLB slates for uh, at least, oh, I don't know, probably the next month, month and a half here. Maybe, about a month. Maybe, college right football, around yeah. there. College football is coming right around the corner. And then uh, NFL, our favorite time of the yeah. year, is just about 50 days away. You'll have a live countdown timer you can keep track of that I'll tell you about later, thanks to us, very soon. However... We got one hell of a show coming at you here sure today. Uh, we have plenty of MLB baseball to handicap for you, and uh, we're kicking things off today with the best bets of the day. We only got five coming at you today, but uh, that being said, we're going quality over quantity today. Mm -hmm. Going to be bringing you some solid value. Mags has two, and I got three for you. Then, if you haven't been here for a Wednesday before, every Wednesday, yes, sir. we drop down a double special play. We got the Wednesday Warrior coming at you. That's at Plus Money. And we also have the Wednesday Parlay Pop-Off, which is the Wednesday Warrior combined with one of our mags picks and one of my picks coming in at plus 696 odds. Almost paying out at 7-1. to one. That bad boy is juicy. Juicy ad for your Wednesday bet slip. Not only outside of that, we will have the all-knowing, ever-present, all-powerful, Moneyline Dice gracing us with their presence here today. They let us know they were targeting the Phillies and Yankees matchup yet again here today. So they're going to be giving us their favorite picks out of that matchup. We got the uh, guy getting his MLB debut here today. Has been around for a little while, but uh, finally getting the MLB debut. So we'll let the Dice tell us who we should be picking there because we got no idea whatsoever. Mm -hmm. After those three segments, that'll pretty much wrap up the uh, first half of the show. The betting portion of the show will uh, let you know what we might be seeing and what might be coming for the rest of the week. Then we will dive into the second half of the show and we will get into the juicy, the hot takes, the place that few other sports media outlets can go rants and reactions today we got plenty to talk about we got olympic updates coming told you about the sex proof beds yesterday we got more updates more stuff coming out of there we have plenty to talk about out of the mlb and once again the eight-sided circle you know me i just love mma ufc everything in between so i have been dove deep into that world here lately and plenty more 
that we have to talk about on today's Rants and Reactions. So if you want a little bit of hot takes, a little bit of stuff outside of bets and lines, stick around for the second half of today's show for the Rants and Reactions. And then since you guys are so kind to share your time, your hard-earned time, and uh, give us your support on a daily basis, I always like to pay it forward. So as always, wrapping up today's show with my motivation minutes and uh, giving you a little message on making adversity your friend. Uh, I actually came up with a quote myself a while while back ago. It's been a, a few months now and I actually came across it uh, yesterday and I said, well, hey, why don't I speak on this again? So you want a little uh, message on overcoming adversity and making it your friend? Stick on around for the very end of today's show for my motivation minutes. Partner, Seems to me like we are about ready to uh, drop down some cold, hard facts. I think so. And uh, some stone-cold locks. We sure are. So anything else you need to lay down, get out, get off the chest, out of the brain before I get this thing kicked off? I think we're about set. All right. For now. Stop all the banner, cut all the drama, quit all the gossip that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get. You come to the TTL pod and hang out with the TTL crew for the stone cold locks and running tickets to the window all day and night long. And boy, oh boy, do I really mean all day and night long today. We have an early slate, so get tuned in, get locked in now. One of our plays actually starts at 1130, so it is time to go. No hesitation, no delay. Episode 80 of the Talking the Line podcast on July 21st, 2021 is underway. Man, I am a poet and I didn't even know it. Let's I am, go. I'm getting good at these rhymes. So let's get this thing kicked off, ladies and gentlemen. Rap career coming next? Quite possibly. Hmm. We'll discuss after, hmm. after hours. We'll hmm. discuss. But for now, first segment of episode 85 of the TTL show, TTL pod. I always say show and pod. It's the same difference. Who knows? But first segment first half of that first segment the ttl crew's best bets of the day we are going to actually hold the phone i got the recap huh wow ladies and gentlemen i apologize (laughs) now that more of you are even (laughs) in here full transparency it's almost time full transparency real quick yesterday's best bets of the day recapped for you don't want to ever skip that our mags ah he's gonna get right one and two hey man if i was right about anything i was i'm glad to be right about a Giannis monster performance yes absolutely (laughs) absolutely it was uh great to see we'll definitely dive into game six later but moving on on the right side of your screen i'm still cashing tickets ladies and gentlemen three and one yesterday five two and one on the week we are getting the money train rolling down the tracks i am juiced to give you more picks here today two for tuesday parlay a double loss what the hell happened no idea we were very confident in both of those plays but did not make it to the pay window and the money line dice are ever present our all-knowing pals all knowing is becoming more and more evident my man cashed another plus <laughs> oh, money Polly. 35 33 and one on the ttl pod 36 so, i believe 36 33 I believe. Yes. And, t- and one on the ttl pod either way ladies and gentlemen we are always about full transparency and did not want to skip that so there you go yesterday's best bets of the day i do apologize now Let's get into it. First segment of episode 85. Forget yesterday. It's time for today. Wednesday's best bets of the day coming from the TTL crew and the first half. Armag's best bets of the day. Now, told you all he's got uh, two coming at you here today. He's got a nice little player prop Mm -hmm. and he's got a nice little uh, money line he's targeting. Not going to give you guys any more than that because he's got plenty to lay down. So, 
As always, open up those ear holes wide, get those eyes open, drop in a little visine if you need to so you can be alert and ready to smash in these plays. And hey, don't forget to open up that sports book in the process. Without further ado, partner, lay it on down. And as always, you have the floor. Already, I appreciate it. You mentioned I've got one money line and one player prop. I'm keeping both in the AL Central. First one, I'm going to go with the money line. I am going back to uh, your well a little bit here that you've been taking this week. And I'm going the Detroit Tigers money line at home versus the Texas Rangers. We've got Matt Manning on the mound for the Tigers and Jordan Lyles for the Rangers. Now, Matt Manning's surface numbers are a little concerning, but in my opinion, he has improved lately. Tigers are actually 2-0 in his two home starts this season. And, you know, I mentioned the improvements here. Last start for him. They lost his last start. However, it was in Minnesota, and it was not on him. Uh, five innings pitched, two hits, two earned runs, keeping those hits down. I know Minnesota has struggled overall as a team, but that offense is not the problem there. It's their pitching staff. So keeping them down to two hits through five innings and two runs is pretty impressive to me. So I like him to continue that today, especially against a team that is as ice cold as it gets, especially on the road. On the road right now, this Rangers team couldn't hit ocean if they fell out of a boat. Three total runs, three total runs, not three runs each, three total runs in their last five games. Last five versus righties, 114 batting average, 205 OBP, 1.74 runs per nine. A couple of those games are against some good pitchers, but a few of those are against some very hittable guys, so I have no concerns for Matt Manning today. This Rangers team I mentioned on the road, 1-6 last seven road games and 13-35 and road record overall. They are quickly becoming one of the worst road teams in all of baseball, and now they're facing a Tigers team, and now my partners mentioned it, two teams that are just going complete opposite tra- trajectory here, especially at home for the Tigers. Tigers have Five straight wins, seven straight home wins. And over that five-game overall winning streak, that's 31 runs scored in their last five. And they are facing Jordan Lyles, who, in my opinion... Or not even in my opinion. The surface numbers are uh, pretty telling. Uh, 5.52 ERA, 5.5 on the road with a 2-5 road record. Pretty rough, if you ask me. And uh, that doesn't really pair well with their uh, offensive bats on the road, if you say so. Uh, Allowed at least five hits in all of his last 11 starts. And now you're giving me a team that has been consistently driving in runs when they have the opportunities. I love this Tigers team to put up a handful of runs today on Jordan Lyles, even if Matt Manning gives up a couple. But I mentioned this Rangers team just isn't hitting right now, especially on the road. So... I think the Tigers put up a handful of runs here on Jordan Lyles. I like the first five, but I really like the full game even more just because I trust the uh, you know the Tigers in the full game. You know, a little bit of a, a little bit of a nervousness over Matt Manning still, nonetheless. But like I said, I think he's been improving, and I think this Rangers team is just too damn ice cold to even think about backing them right now. So first game, first pick is going to be the Tigers money line. Well, thank you for dropping that down, partner. Uh, if I do say so myself. Didn't want to uh, go back to the well and uh, cause any bad juju here, but if you're taking it, I 100% am backing it. Right. Um, little bit of a question mark in my head, too, with Manning. Not too sure what you're going to see, but yes, he has continuously improved mm-hmm. over the course of the season so far. Still is a young guy, so he's got plenty of room for improvement, and I think we see plenty of that against the Rangers, who are struggling, as mm-hmm. you mentioned, on the road, partner. 13-35 and 35 straight up on the road this season. Give me a break. I'm not backing that, regardless yeah. who is on the mound against them. Give me all of 
the Tigers, full game money line, right alongside with your partner. Our mag's first best bet of the day. Told you he's only got two, and this next one might be my favorite one out of all of ours, for yes. crying out loud, because of the value. Partner, give it to him, your second best bet of the day. All right, now this is going to be a prop play. One of the first time, if not the very first time, I've dropped an MLB prop, maybe yeah. once or twice before. You, you usually wait. I usually wait. Usually these uh, these lines don't come out, but I saw this one today. Uh, I've had uh, pretty solid success, at least plus ten units on the entire MLB prop season. Uh, so I'm bringing this one here today, and uh, you know I know it's my favorite team, but I am uh, ignoring that. This would be one that I would be jumping to regardless of what team they are on. You are not a homer, sir. I, I don't think you. so. Tim Anderson is going to go over one and a half hits today, two plus. Uh, right now on Fanduel, it was what uh, plus one hundred five. A lot of times on DraftKings, you might be able to find some better odds on those player props i typically go there for my player props in the mlb however plus money regardless the twins are rolling out michael pineda today right hander and my man tim anderson 12 for 18 in his career versus michael pineda three doubles three home runs seven rbis a 1.333 slugging percentage Ooh. He absolutely torches this guy, and not to mention Tim Anderson is uh, one of the hotter hitters in baseball right now. 381 batting average in July. He just ended a 16-game hit streak, so he's going to be ready to get right back on that horse. Even better splits here. The White Sox are at home today. He hits 324 batting average at home versus 294 on the road versus righties 317 batting average compared to 287 batting average against lefties. So I love the splits here. You're giving me a perfect spot at home versus a righty with a scorching hot Tim Anderson and Michael Pineda. Not backing him today, uh, at least against my man Tim Anderson. 5.4 ERA, 1.5 whip in his road starts compared to 3.75 ERA, 1.16 whip at home. So I think Tim Anderson is going to be torching Michael Pineda all day long. If uh, I, I truly think it's going to come, these two hits are going to come against Pineda. If not, this Twins bullpen is also very bad. Uh, so I, I have no sweats about me if Michael Pineda gets an early hook and Tim Anderson only has one hit off of him. I've got all the confidence in the world that Tim can get one late in the game as well. So. All in all, like you said, I love this one to the moon and back. Tim Anderson, over one and a half hits, two plus hits, whatever you want to call it. It's plus money. And I love this one today, partner. I'm right there with you, my man. Uh, if I'm all over this one with you, too, you mm -hmm. can't be a homer. Uh, this one, I just think, has so much value at plus 105 odds. I don't think you can pass it up. Uh, I may or may not have a little bit of a play in this game as right. well, and may or may not have a little bit more information on Michael Pineda for right. you guys here today. So, man, I'm right there with you. I cannot pass up on these odds, and 12 for 18 career against Pineda. Give yep. me all of that action for our mag second best bet of the day. Tim Anderson, over one and a half or two plus hits at plus 105 odds. Lock it in, hammer it home right now. Thank you. Partner, anything else you need to uh, drop down, hammer home, lay out, analyze, insight about all of the above on your plays or anything in between for today's slate? No, I don't think so. All right, well, let's keep this show moving on down the road. The second half of the first segment of the day. You got the first half. Now it's time for my best bets of the day we're going to be doing this at light speed here today ladies and gentlemen so i suggest you open those ear holes wide once again if you decided to close them at any point and i suggest you get out a couple more drops of that visine because we are moving quick so without further ado let's get into it told you i got three best bets coming at you keep those sports books out and get ready to hammer these bad boys in 
Without further ado, my first best bet of the day, and much like I just said, you better not call my partner a homer. You better not fucking call me a homer because I'm telling you this is a valuable play. My first best bet of the day, I am taking the Chicago Cubs first five money line. I love the value here uh, just pretty much based on the pitching matchup mm-hmm. and a lot of the value I've been targeting this week has been based on regression. And I see, I do believe that we see it on one side of this pitching matchup here today. Kyle Hendricks, the professor, taking the mound for the Cubs and Adam Wainwright on the mound for the Cardinals. Hendricks has been the only consistent arm in the Cubs rotation. Now we have other good arms, but consistent, no. I would know. I'm a Cubs fan, ladies and gentlemen. Hendricks allowed one earned run or less in three out of his last five road starts and one earned run or less in four out of his last six starts. That is incredibly impressive that he does it without a fastball. Mm -hmm. He is dominant, dominant, dominant on the off-speed stuff. And he has been very good against St. Louis in his career. 283 at bats, 241 batting average allowed, 272 OBP. You love to see that sub three and a 611 OPS. I love him to keep those numbers right around the exact same here today. And not to mention, he has already faced the Cardinals this season. He owns a 2.37 ERA in 19 innings pitched against them so far, and he's got a 230 batting average allowed against them. So I love him to continue right on there. I think that is right on par with how he should be pitching against the Cardinals. And last but certainly not least for Hendricks, the Cubs are 3-1-1 straight up in the first five innings over his last five starts overall. Now for Wainwright, here's where I think we're going to see a little bit of a regression. Mm -hmm. He has actually already started to regress across the board. My partner was so kind to kind of target me into, and I said, yeah, I'm actually looking at that, but there are a few other places I think that he's going to regress in as well. I looked and he owns a 0.00 ERA in eight innings pitched against the Cubs this year. Now, if you want to back him to shut him out, shut them out once again, go right on ahead. But I think we see some serious regression closer to his above four ERA so far on the season. I don't think he shuts the Cubs out at all. And I think he gives up at least two here today as he's given up two earned runs or more in three out of his last five starts and seven out of his last 10 starts. He uh, hasn't been the best overall um, at night or at home. Uh, home especially, he has a um, or he actually has been somewhat decent uh, on at home. I meant to say away. I do apologize. Uh, at home, he has been good, but I also think we start to see some regression there as well. His last five home starts have not been against the best offenses in the league against the Giants, against Pittsburgh, against Miami twice, and Cleveland. Now, you heard me mention the Giants first. I want to mention that first because they got him for four earned runs in his last outing. So when he has faced an offense that can put up runs, it has not been good at home, and he has faced a lot of lackluster offenses at home. So I think we see those numbers start to uh, regress a little bit towards his mean as well. And last but certainly not least, St. Louis is 2-2-1 two, two, and one straight up in the first five innings over his last five starts overall with the two wins coming the furthest in the past. So I think we see a few more losses in the first five innings uh, before we see any wins here for Wainwright. Another key thing that uh, clued me in on this, why I like the money line, you might be looking at it and think that the Cubs are the dog. It's still uh, minus odds, but they're the dog on the money line. Well, if you look on the run line, they are actually favored minus a half right around plus 130. I've played that exact line movement time and time and time again in the MLB season. And this game is about making money, ladies and gentlemen, and noticing line movement. So once again, 
I'm playing that line movement. If they're a dog on the money line, but favored on the run line, eh, a little bit of shakiness there for me. So at, at the very worst, this pushes out, but I don't believe that happens at all here today because the Cubs are 6-0 and in the last six. Hendricks starts when he has four-plus days rest, and they're 6-2 and in the last eight meetings between these two teams. Give me all of the Cubs' first five money line here today for my first best bet of the day. Yeah, my man, you mentioned it with me. I'm with you on this one as well. If I'm on this one with you as well, you're not a homer. Uh, I was then honestly interested in the under in this game, but you kind of shied me away. We kind of shot each other away from it, honestly, Yeah. Uh, as far as Adam Wainwright is concerned. So I, I agree with you. I think he's going to regress uh, against the Cubs specifically and then, uh, you know, overall regress as well. So I'll be right there with you. I've been back in Kyle Hendricks all season long, and uh, today ain't going to be any different. Well, thank you, sir. And Juan, absolutely hammer in the Tigers right now we love them both uh but yeah also uh one thing in regression i got a little tongue-tied there on the home and away splits yeah. um he is good at home but that was over the course of june and he has already trended back up to his above four right. era here in july he owns a 4.26 era in the month of july does wainwright so that wraps it up for my first best bet of the day second best bet of the day told you just a little bit ago i might have another extra play coming out of this bad boy here today and uh you best believe I do. Going back to the matchup between the White Sox and the Twins, not targeting a money line, not targeting a full game total, not targeting any props. We're going first five total, yep. ladies and gentlemen. I think we have incredible value here today, and I'm going White Sox versus Twins over four and a half runs in the first five innings. Couple key reasons as to why I am hammering this in, and I think you should as fast as you can. Michael Pineda getting the start on the mound, as my partner told you, for the Twins, but he didn't mention, I don't believe, Dylan Cease on the mound nope. for the White Sox. I don't know why he would need to, as uh, Tim Anderson is not going to hit Dylan Correct. Cease. So, with that being said, I think uh, Michael Pineda gives up plenty here today. Mm -hmm. You laid down a few stats, but I think across the board, he is going to just really struggle against the White Sox here today. He's allowed three earned runs or more and four out of his last six starts and his last outing was against the White Sox and he actually allowed five earned runs in that outing he owns a 6.75 ERA over 10 and two-thirds innings of work against the Sox this year while allowing a 372 batting average that is absolutely terrible and I love those numbers to stay right at the same amount especially with how well the Sox have hit him over his career so far 97 at bats 263 batting average 344 OBP and a 799 OPS you know another key thing I'm looking at is it does not get very good here for Pineda when he is on the road or at night. He's had three night starts so far, 275 opponent batting average, 5.84 ERA, and that's over 12 and a third innings of work. And on the road, he's had three starts, 278 opponent batting average, 5.40 ERA, right about the same, all over 13 and a third innings pitched. I love those numbers to stay right exactly the same. He has not been good in this spot all night, or all season rather, and I don't think he's going to be good all night i think he's going to give up at least two three maybe even four here uh in the first five innings now as for cease i don't think he's going to get obliterated but my partner would agree this might be a little bit of a struggle for him because he has not had the best time against the twins so far in his career 80 at bats against this twins lineup 286 batting average 395 obp that command has been a little bit of an issue 
and a 935 OPS. So they get on base and they pop the ball all over the ballpark. He also owns a 6.06 ERA in uh, 16 and a third innings pitched against Minnesota this year. So I I don't know that he necessarily gives up four or five, but I like him for at least two or three here today. I think it's going to be right around a uh, 4-2 Sox victory if I had to put a number on it, which obviously clears the four and a half more than enough. Not to mention that uh, Cease kind of struggles at nighttime as well. He's had an 11 starts at night so far this season 5.17 ERA all over 55 and two-thirds innings pitch so not a small sample size he uh, has not been the best at uh, at night when the lights come on he does not last but certainly not least he's got a 6.19 ERA in the month of July and it's only continued to trend up month over month I don't think uh, it's going to go all the way up to that, but I don't uh, necessarily know that this outing is going to save those numbers at all. So once again, like I said, I think we're going to see a little 4-2 first five action here. Uh, The Sox getting the win. We get the over four and a half there with the six. And last but not least, the over is five and one in the last six in Chicago. And the only way that happens is by starting the scoring off early. So I think that starts here today, especially with that pitching matchup. We cover this four and a half, no problem. So there you go. My second best bet of the day, Twins versus White Sox over four and a half runs in the first five innings. Yeah, I'll be right there with you on this one, my man. The only, like, you know, you nailed it for the, you nailed 100%. The only thing I was going to say is that uh, the entire White Sox team, not just Tim Anderson, hits uh, Michael Pineda really, really well. The only guy that doesn't, uh, not even that big of a concern. It's Jose Abreu, obviously the best hitter in that lineup, but the entire rest of the lineup absolutely bashes him. Yohan Mankata has some good numbers against them, and he's been heating up. He's got a couple home runs the last two days, so yeah. I think, uh, you know, I might even sprinkle a little yes runs first inning on this one even. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe uh, we have a little Colts Daily draw. Maybe Colts Daily Yurfi. I haven't maybe. checked if they have any Yurfi markets yet on FanDuel. I haven't talked to them about that in a few weeks. So maybe we'll check into that today. But let's continue on. Third best bet of the day coming from me here, ladies and gentlemen. Going back to the matchup that I started the week on between the Giants and the Dodgers. And I am once again taking the Giants. First five run line plus a half. Once again, the pitching matchup looms extremely large and the reason why I'm taking this bet here today. Logan Webb on the mound versus uh, Julio Urias. Urias, obviously, for the Dodgers. Webb for the Giants. Webb spent a good amount of time of uh, the last few months on the injured list, actually since May 29th. But since his return, he's had two outings, gave up zero earned runs and one earned run, went three innings and four innings. So they've been steadily working him in. And I'd like him to go at least five or six here today. He's had a pretty good success against the Dodgers in his career so far. A smaller sample size, but something you can write a little bit home about at least. 47 at-bats, 172 batting average, 256 OBP, and a 550 OPS. So nothing uh, you shouldn't shake a stick at. Something you should definitely take into consideration here today. And I think Logan Webb returned to the dominance that we saw from him before he did hit the injured list because he was a great, great guy to back on the first five run line, and I think he continues to be that here today. Not to mention he is 2-0, or San Francisco is 2-0 uh, in his in the first five innings since his return, and 5-0 straight up in the first five innings in his last five starts overall. You got Urias, and it's been just a little bit of a struggle for him so far uh, based on what we saw at the early part of the season. He's had a little bit of 
uh, not so great starts. He's allowed two earned runs or more, as I like to say, more on the or more side of things in five out of his last seven starts. He allowed two, two, and six earned runs in his last three home starts overall. And home, while we're speaking about it, hasn't been so doggone good for him either. Eight home starts, 261 opponent batting average allowed compared to 213 on the road, which is a little bit surprising. Mm-hmm. But 4.27 ERA, all over 46 and a third innings of work for Urias. I think that stays pretty consistent here today. And if anybody's going to score, I think it's going to be the Giants. I think they'll get to him. Been a little bit shaky against left-handed pitching, but that's mostly been at home. They've actually been really really or uh, been on uh yeah at home they've actually been really really good against left-handed pitching on the road which doesn't make all too much sense but uh hey there you go there you have it any trend you can find last but certainly not least uh Urias hasn't been too hot in the nighttime as well 11 starts at night for him 251 opponent batting average 4.52 era compared to a 2.86 during the daytime and that's all over 61 and two-thirds innings of work so Mm -hmm. that is a large sample size there he does also have a 6.55 era over 11 innings pitched against San Francisco this year, and San Francisco has been able to tag him his entire career. 78 at bats, 269 batting average, 372 OBP, and a 734 OPS. I love the Giants. If anybody is going to score, it be them, and they get to Urias in some capacity. Two runs, uh, if not we're taking the run line plus a half. So all we need them to do is keep it tied. So I believe they will get to Urias if Webb gives up any at all, and it will be pretty doggone equal. Not to mention the Dodgers are 2-2-1 straight up in the first five innings in Urias' last five starts. But those were against Colorado, Miami, Washington, the Cubs, and the Padres. The wins are uh, not so quality, and those opponents aren't so quality. The Cubs hadn't been playing so hot when they happened to face them either. So I uh, I think that the Giants have plenty of success against Urias here today, not to mention in the last seven meetings between these two teams, the Giants are 4-2-1 and one straight up in the first five innings. Mm-hmm. So I will be hammering the mess out of the Giants' first five run line plus a half here for my third and final best bet of the day i love it my man i'll be right there with you as well i uh i backed julio urias last week uh against the rockies on the road but sure. uh, he's a guy that's just real real specific spots and as you mentioned he's been better on the road uh and against this giants team i just think this giants team is made to uh you know put a few runs up on him and i uh, I, I yeah i really like this pitching matchup in this one so i'll be right there with you my man Five best bets of the day coming from the TTL crew. There you have it. I hope you locked them in and got it ready to rock and roll. We still have a few to dish out, so sure uh, hope you got a little bit more bankroll left over from those first few locking in, because we got the Wednesday Warrior and the Wednesday Parlay pop-off to drop down on you real quick before we give you all of the best bets of the day on the screen. So quickly, this is the earliest game on today's slate. Sure Starts is. at 11.35 a.m. Central Actually, there might Standard be some, Time. There might be a couple before it. Really? Yeah. There's no a, kidding. There's a handful of games that are real early. Yeah, no Orioles raise is 11-10. Padres raise 11-20. Wow. So this is number three. This is number three. So 11:35 Central Standard Time. If you hadn't guessed yet, is the Mets versus the Cincinnati Reds. So let's get into today's Wednesday Warrior, the first special play of the day. Might not be taking the side that you're thinking. Mm-hmm. But I think this is a little bit of a setup line. I had to uh, do a little bit of a convincing on my partner here this morning, but uh, he's over on the side now. Mm-hmm, We're locked mm-hmm. in, and we are taking the Cincinnati Reds money line, plus money Pauly here sure at home. Is. Way too good to pass up. 
Now, if you do so vaguely remember, started off the season, Marcus Stroman getting some very, very high lines, minus 180, minus right. 190, almost a guaranteed you got to take it at minus one and a half for the Mets. Why are we down to minus 140 now all of a sudden? Now, that's one question in my mind. The next question in my mind is we had that whole hoopla in the last game against the Pirates, and he did end up exiting that game, was kind of limping off the field, holding his arm, looking very, very bizarre. Is that still going to be a question mark? Is that still going to be an issue? I don't know. I can't tell you the answer, so I'm not trying to back it if it's going to be an issue at all. Right. With all that being said, those were kind of the things that stuck out the most in my head. But then you look. And you see this Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Who's this Jeff Hoffman guy? What what is what's going on here? I don't know nothing about him. Well, it's because he's a rookie. He got on the injured list, has been on the injured list for a little bit of time, but he actually was pitching doggone well before he went on the injured list. And in, in his AAA rehab assignment, had a sub three ERA. So he has been pitching actually damn damn well. And I like him to control and limit. All of uh, the opponent offense here today, I think he is going to have uh, one hell of a time when it comes to uh, this Mets team. I think they'll be a little bit uh, off balance, too, because he hasn't pitched against them and there's not much tape on this guy, especially with him being on the I.L. But if you don't like all of that, all of my opinions, why I think this is going to lean in the favor of the Reds, the Mets are 0-5 in Stroman's last five starts as a favorite. They're 0-4 straight up in his last four starts versus the NL Central. And the Reds are 5-0 and in the last five games during Game 3 of a series. Oh, it's funny I mentioned Game 3 because between these two teams in Game 3 of a series, Cincinnati is 5-10 and 7-3. and after a win and the Mets are 12 and 11. I love them to make it 12 and 12 here today in game three of the series and the Reds money line to cash with ease. Partner, anything additional I didn't cover? Uh, Yeah, going real, right back to my Marcus Stroman real quick. Oh. Aside from all the stuff that you were mentioning, uh-huh. he's actually kind of been regressing just in general. Uh, Lost some dominance for... 8 ERA in July overall. He's given up five hits or more in each of his last four starts. And I mentioned that 4.8 ERA in July. Two of those starts, that's three starts. Two of them are against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah. So uh, you're giving me a uh, mashing team at home like the Cincinnati Reds. I like right. them to put up, uh, you know, six, seven hits, you know, four or five runs. I don't know. But uh, yeah. I, I do know, or I think I know at least. One. I think I know at least two. Uh, I I love them to uh, to absolutely have a field right. day on Stroman so. here today. I mean, he hasn't made it out of the fifth inning since right. I don't the middle think, of I don't June, know if so. they're going to embarrass him, but I think no. they put up uh, you know, a healthy number of runs here. Oh, healthy uh, is healthy. the operative word there. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Today's Wednesday Warrior is the Cincinnati Reds money line. Not to mention we are killers with this Wednesday Warrior. Yeah. The Wednesday Warrior is uh, we, uh the special play of the TTL. We didn't podcast. I don't know I don't think we mentioned it but last week it was the finals edition and we mm-hmm. didn't have a Wednesday Warrior but we did like our TTL best bet and oh, it won. Yeah. But yeah, we didn't did. put it as a Wednesday, Wednesday Warrior. As a Wednesday Warrior. <laughs> well, hey, there so you go. The fact Wednesday Warrior. We're hot on the Wednesday Warrior. The fact and the previous few before that we have yeah. been cashing well the other thing we have been cashing too is the Wednesday parlay pop off and we right. are ready to get a special play to the window so real quick let me tell you about that aforementioned parlay pop off ladies and gentlemen if you didn't know it's the Wednesday warrior one of our mags picks and one of my my picks all combined for one juicy three-leg parlay that is fresh and prepared for running to the window so once again first leg of the Wednesday parlay pop off the Wednesday Warrior Cincinnati Reds money line getting it right around plus 120. Second leg, we are taking my partner's pick, Tim Anderson, 
over one and a half hits or two plus hits, whatever book you are currently finding that on, right around plus 105 right now. And the third and final leg, my pick, we are taking the Giants, first five run line plus a half, right around minus 125. It was right around minus 102 when I put it in my bet slip this morning. And before I had an opportunity to hammer it in, it kicked up to those odds. You see that movement? Absolutely love the trends in that game. We got to hammer it in for the third and final leg of the parlay pop-off. So there you go. There you have it. Those three legs get you right around 7-1 to one odds. So I'm not going to tell you them again. Why don't we just get into the best bets of the day and recap mm-hmm. everything we just laid down so you can get it smashed in and you don't miss the start of any game. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time on this beautiful July 21st, 2021, the TTL Cruise best bets of the day are live on your screen coming to you live hey we got exclusive access to guaranteed rate field if you didn't know coming to you live right here from the first base dugout seats if you could be so kind as to turn your attention to the left half of your screen here you got our mags picks his two best bets of the day he is taking the detroit tigers full game money line and Tim Anderson over one and a half hits or two plus hits. Once again, whatever it is currently showing on your favorite sports book. On the right side of your screen, you got my best bets of the day. My three coming at you are the Chicago Cubs first five money line, Minnesota Twins versus Chicago White Sox over four and a half runs in the first five innings. No problem, Mags. Third and final best bet of the day is the San Francisco Giants first five run line plus a half coming from me. All below that, you have the two special plays of the day for this beautiful Wednesday of bets. In the very far left corner right here, you got the Wednesday Warrior, the Cincinnati Reds money line. And then on the opposite side of that, the Wednesday parlay pop-off. Once again, the three legs on that bad boy paying out at 7-1 to odds. Cincinnati Reds money line. Tim Anderson over one and a half hits and the San Francisco Giants first five run line plus a half. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. The TTL Cruise Best Bets of the Day for July 21st, 2021. Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get today's TTL Crew Best Bets of the Day in it, whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's all of our best bets, our picks, our uh, special plays, everything in between. We do have just a few more to lay down, but uh, there you go. There you have it to wrap up the first half of the show. Got a little bit of additional text on the screen. As always, the money line dice right over yonder. Told you at the very beginning, the jump, the start that we're targeting, or they're targeting rather, not us. Whoa, whoa, we are not doing that. They are targeting the matchup between the Philadelphia Phillies and the New York Yankees. So without further ado, let's keep this show steaming on down the tracks with today's Moneyline Dice roll of the day. Now, partner, fingers crossed we don't have any technical difficulties going on over here today because I would like to have the viewing quality, a little picture-in-picture going on for the kind viewers joining us here. So as I try and figure that out with the best IT capabilities that I do not have, I will uh, get all that set up as I'm doing that. We discussed it yesterday. We're still in the Bronx. We're not going anywhere. So right. it's the same matchup. Right. But who we got on the bumps, anything happening injury-wise, any outstanding storylines you think would be of value for us and the dice to know about. And then as you wrap that all up, I'll see you and you here in just a couple of seconds. All righty. So 
as my partner mentioned, it is going to be the Phillies versus the New York Yankees in Yankee Stadium today. We've got uh, Matt Moore on the mound for the Phillies and Asher Wojciechowski for the Yankees. Uh, this is going nice, to... Nice, nice. I didn't know how it. I would be able to pronounce nailed that. Nailed it. Nice. Uh, you know, I believe that's uh, very similar to uh, Adrian Wojnarowski, so I guess it's not totally the same. But anyways... Uh, Wojciechowski here is going to be making his first start of 2021. He's been in the league for a few years here, pitched in 2015, didn't pitch in 2016, pitched in 2017, didn't pitch in 2018, and then he was with Baltimore the last two years. So needless to say, this guy is a journeyman, and it's more of a uh, desperation-type start, if you ask me. He's got a 5.95 career ERA, uh, and as I mentioned, he has not pitched this season. Matt Moore on the other side of the thing for the Phillies, and he's been a little so-so lately. 4.26 ERA here in July, but uh, a 5.25 ERA on the season uh, versus this Yankees lineup. It's only a couple of guys, three guys actually have seen him uh, a decent sample size. He handles Brett Garner well, but then DJ LeMahieu and John Carlos Stanton, 500 average, 429 average. Uh, so those guys hit him really well. However, DJ LeMahieu was listed as questionable today for the Yankees with an illness. So we will see if the uh, dice are keen in on that. Maybe they know something we don't. Uh, but money lines here today, the Yankees minus 125 with the Phillies coming in at plus 105 on the run line. Minus one and a half for the Yankees is plus 144. Plus one and a half for the Phillies is minus 165. And the over-under is set at 10 runs here today. Not seeing any uh, money and total splits here quite yet. So we can't key on in on that quite yet. Uh, our Action Labs uh, on the Action Network app is predicting a Yankees money line win today. Uh, so we will see if the dice key in on that number. Uh, but this looked like it opened up at minus 155, and now it's dropped to 125. I imagine that just might be a little uh, unknown with some pitching matchups there, so I don't think we can buy into that too much. Uh, 47 and 46 now for the Phils dropped yesterday. Obviously, the dice nailed that one yesterday. 6-4 to four win for the Yankees. The Phillies are now 20 and 29 on the road, while the Yankees are cooking along a little bit right now. 26 and 22 at home, 7 and 3 overall, home or away, their last 10. So the Yankees trying to make a push at things right now. They could be buyers coming up, but uh, in the meantime, they've got their set. I, uh, uh, they've got their sights set on a uh, another win here again today versus the Phillies. They do not play tomorrow, so this is a two-game series. They are looking for that two-game sweep. And I honestly uh, don't know where I lean on this one. I was uh, interested in the Yankees, but at the same time, I don't know how you can back a, uh, Asher Wojciechowski unless you know something about him. And vice versa, I don't know uh, what you're expecting out of Matt Moore today. He has allowed, as I mentioned, 4.26 ERA here in July. He has allowed over four innings or four and a third innings. All three of his starts here. The Phillies have won each of his last four starts, uh, and he's allowed two earned runs in each of his last three starts. So he's actually been pretty decent through the first four or five innings, uh, but that's about as long as he has gone all season long. I believe he actually came out of the bullpen. Uh, that is correct. He had uh, seven starts, 13 appearances. So lately he has been the starting pitcher in this rotation. And that's uh, appearing that it's going to continue with Zach Laughlin on the I.L., but needless to say, he does not get into these games too much here. So I don't know what we got going on. Partner looks like he may or may not have it. I don't know. But uh, just as you said that, I got it. All righty. 
So as I mentioned, not any money or total splits, money percentages. I cannot explain to you how much I hate fucking technology. I, I think you try, and uh, I think we all get it, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so Zach Eflin, obviously he wasn't pitching today, but Zach Eflin being on, being on the IL certainly plays uh, into Matt Moore being in the, into that rotation here for a minute. But uh, Also picked a hell of a career career path to hate technology. This yes, month. seriously, dude. Look at all the technology you got on this freaking table. No freaking kidding. Uh, all right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I do believe we <laughs> are about rock and rolling. Uh, partner, I'll give you a little bit of a breather there, my friend. Don't want you to uh, fall out on me here at the TTL pod. You know, sometimes you get it quick and I feel like I'm holding this back and then, uh, you know, no, sometimes yeah. I gotta, you know, reel out some stuff out of thin air. What happens is like most of the time, I get it. It's no problem. It's not a question or not whether like the window <laughs> capture is actually working. Uh, make sure you have that down uh, with what's ever working for the day. But uh, let me put that away real quick so you guys can see it clearly. Um, but what happens is for some reason, like the video glitches. And I don't know if it's somewhere, somewhere with the Wi-Fi or somewhat what's going on. So when you guys see Steam just pouring out of my ears over here without the mic in front of me, that's what's going on. You know, it's working, but I'm like, why are we glitching? And then sometimes, you know, just like this. It doesn't glitch and it looks just fine. So now live for the first time on your screen, this beautiful 20, oh, tw what? July 21st, 2021. I don't know where I was going there. Uh, the Moneyline Dice are live on your screen. So my partner has laid the stage. You know the pitching matchup. You know the teams. You know where we're playing. You know some of the storylines, some of the things he was so kind to make us aware of and the dice as they were sitting here all ears. It's time to get into today's roll. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, you just got them straight, and now I'm stealing them up. Here we go. I was just showing them off. First roll of the day. Are we going? The home team Bronx Bombers. Yet again, are we moving on to the Phillies this time? As always, we find out in three, in two, in one. Home team Bronx Bombers. Going back to the Bronx Bombers are the Moneyline Dice. Unofficially, will we be taking them on the Moneyline or the ATS against the spread, the run line, the minus one and a half dice. Let us know in three and two in one. ATS. ATS, so minus, minus one, one and a half. Minus one and a half. But I figured it would be. Interesting. There you go. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Nice shot of my hand. Moving right on. Final roll of the day, the wild card roll. Are the dice doubling down yet again and saying, hey, quit jacking around, just hammer this ticket in. Do they need a little extra face time because they finally got on the screen here today without having an official appearance yesterday and we might have to re-roll? Or are they just going to target the total and skip all that nonsense? Once again, we all find out in three, in two, in one. Over. Over ten the runs. game total of 10 runs. All righty. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it right now. I don't care how uh, shaky Asher Wojciechowski is. That uh, Matt Moore is, uh, you know, a little unpredictable. And who knows about that Philly bullpen, my man? I know who does. The dice have spoken! If you want a guaranteed, <laughs> take two tickets to the window on this beautiful Wednesday of bets. We will hear none of the counter arguments because the all-knowing money line dice know all. Hammer in right now. The New York Yankees. Money line. No, the New York Yankees run line minus one and a half and over 10 runs in the game total between the Phillies and the Yankees. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. 
Stay hot. Stay hot. Stay hot. Stay kids. hot, Dice. There you go. There you have it. I keep you one more look so you can see them. Uh, tell you about them real quick. As always, quick. yes, you can see that uh, as well. Little uh, handy dandy carrying case all here on your screen. Why do I show you that? Because you should get your own fucking set, pal. You should go out there and get them yourself. But hey, you ain't got to scan the interweb. You ain't got to go looking all over the place. You don't really got to worry about it at all because we got your back and we give you an offer code, get you a little bit of money off in the process. You're going to go to this episode's description down at the bottom, little ASMR for you. You're going to see the MoneyLineDice.com website all the way down at the bottom. And then you're also going to see the TTL Cruise offer code TTL10, TTL10. Go to MoneyLineDice.com, pick out whatever you want. None of their merchandise is off limits. Enter that code at checkout and you're going to get 10% off your first order. You can start rolling along with the crew. We've been rolling well before the TTL pod and we decided to uh, let them grace us with their presence every single day because they were hot and now they're officially getting hot on the TTL pod. So once again, for today's roll, get your own money line dice right now. But for today's roll, New York Yankees minus one and a half and over 10 runs for the game total. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, there we have it. There you go. Let me get our uh, kind guest put away here. All right, all right, all right. So, there you have it, my friends. Today's Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. Make sure you get your own set. You will not be disappointed. I can promise you that. Uh, Producer Colt needs to get his uh, hat on here just right quick, if I do say so myself. Let me turn that off, turn this off. See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. After, thank you. All right, one more beautiful and host Colt 45 is back in action, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are. It is time to move on through to the second half of the show. That is the first half of TTL Pod, episode number 85 on this beautiful July 21st, 2021. You got our five best bets of the day. You got the Wednesday Warrior, the Wednesday Parlay Pop-Off. The Moneyline Dice gave you two best bets, over 10 Phillies-Yankees and Yankees minus one and a half. Beautiful card coming from the crew and the Moneyline Dice here today. Cannot wait to see you guys at the pay window right around, oh, well, hey, we're going to start seeing you at the pay window here early. So uh, get your shoes on, get ready to get your walk and uh, meet us on over there as soon as we cash this Reds Moneyline ticket. But... Before we get into the second half of today's show, if you are just one of the kind folks that stops by the first half of the show to get all of our best bets and special plays and the analysis and insights that correlates with all of them, and you're about to head on out of here, hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday, unless you have any other plans. Hope you do not, because we do not on this side of the table. Uh, We'll catch you at the pay window. Stay easy. Stay safe. We can't thank you enough for all of your support. Everything in between. And uh, once you do get on out of here, don't stay away too long because we need you back on tomorrow's show, episode number 86, and your help bankrupting these sports books one play at a time. Have a great day, my friends. We'll see y'all later. But for the rest of you, sticking around for the second half of the TTL pod on this beautiful Wednesday. It's time to kick it on back a little bit. We might talk a little bit of additional betting lines. We might talk a little bit of additional betting trends. We might talk about some general things affecting the sports betting market, and we might talk about everything in between or outside. Who the hell knows? But on this beautiful Wednesday, it is time to remove the filter, 
get ready to get hot and heavy and go to places that far few other sports media outlets can go in today's Rants and Reactions. Boy, oh boy, partner, I have some juicy stuff to ask you about, to talk about some things we need to discuss today. However, how you doing? How you feeling? You looking good? And, I'm feeling uh, great. Yeah, uh, about the same over here. No complaints on this side of the uh, the table, as I said at the beginning of the show. Uh, feel like we have a really solid card going in here today. I think so, too. Uh, now man. that we have the handicap and hats off, we're more of the... Sure. Uh, the journalist, if you will, Jur- yeah, totally, if, if you will, yeah, that's what that's what this is. Um, I'm ready to rock and roll. Cannot wait to get that action going. Everything's already smashed in on this side of the table. Yep. So as uh, we'll give you, maybe might be still going on here in just a little while. Might give you some updates. Right. We got a first inning bomb. We can tell you guys about. Right. You get a live reaction. But uh, you know, let's get it started here today, my friends. First things first. Speaking of talking about bombs. We had a bomb come out of the uh, Olympic Village, the summer, okay. summer Games, I apologize, out of the IOC. <laughs> like you can take it back. <laughs> Can't take it back now. Try and bleep it out later. Um, talked about them sex-proof beds. Sure did. No, I got no more to talk about on that. We done exhausted that topic sure as far did. as it can be. I hope there is more stuff that comes out. But nonetheless, we got nothing to talk about there today. But we do have some Olympic news to stop by. First things first that came out yesterday, our boy, Zach Levine, Mm -hmm. hit health and safety protocols. Yes, sir. Just a little bit of a warning shot. I'm here to tell you nothing crazy. He is since out of health and safety protocols and has rejoined Team USA. Good stuff. We're good to go. No worries there, ladies and gentlemen. However, we do have a little something we might have to think about. Mm -hmm. A little something that I'm a little worried about. Mm -hmm. USA women's soccer yesterday. Okay. Lost their game to Sweden three to nothing. Right. Group stage, I believe, correct? Group stage. Right. Nothing crazy yet. However, that snapped a 44-game unbeaten streak. I ask you, sir, are we getting too hyped up for the Olympics and we might be in for the worst USA showing of all time? I hate to say it, but could we be? We've already seen some minor hiccups here from the basketball team, from now the women's soccer team who was once thought to be the most dominant force this side of the Mason Dixon. (laughs) However, (laughs) what do you think we're going to see from Team USA? Is this sign of things to come for the summer games happening at the end of this week, partner? I don't know, man. The end of this week. I hope not. Mind you. Three nothing. Friday starts the game. (sighs) What are, what are we here to see, pal? Three nothing. That's uh, that's a little scary. I mean, I can't say that I uh, am too in tune with women's uh, USA women's soccer, other than I know that they've been amazing for the last decade or so. So uh, I uh, you know I venture to guess that they'll figure things out. Um, I hope so. But uh, I'd be talking out of my ass if I said anything good or bad about the women's soccer. That you knew all too much. I don't okay. know. Well, I don't know. No problem. Either way, I think the basketball team is on track, though. I hope so. I hope this is not a sign of things to come for the USA in the summer games this year. Because I did hear something. Uh, it was a different podcast. They were saying that uh, rumor has it that uh, the games that they were losing, it was in Vegas. And uh, these guys were whooping it up there at Vegas and didn't really give a shit about those games. Okay. All right. So rumor now that, has it. Rumor has it. Rumor mill has it. Well, 
We'll see what happens from Team USA either way. Hopefully not a sign of things to come. And briefly touched on Zach Levine. Now, we got some COVID issues going on in Tokyo. If mm-hmm. you did not know, it is not the best place to be right now. Right. Uh, if I do so vaguely remember, I told you guys they were at a six-month high in uh, infection rates right now. So Last week, right? Yeah. So um, all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it has now officially come out. The IOC president is not ruling out a late-minute cancellation. We might not have the summer games. It might not happen. I sit here speaking to you on Wednesday, July 21st, and by July 22nd, I might be telling you we're not watching the Olympics and it's off for another year. Jeez. Could you imagine? I uh, I don't know. I mean, we're sitting here looking at I can't imagine NFL that, I think, stadiums. I can't imagine they would redo it. I mean, I guess they would have. I don't know. We're don't sitting know. here sitting and, and, and have been given the information that NFL stadiums yep. will be at full capacity right. throughout the entire season this upcoming year. And now we're talking about potentially canceling the games? What What's going on? What's happening? Could we potentially see the Olympics not happening this I have year? To, I have to feel like this is like, a, you know, partially a warning, but also partially some truth to it. Like, you know, get your shit together if you're, you know, hanging out and, and you're, you're about to be in the Olympics. Like, tune it up. I know it sucks, but you got to, you know... If you want to be there, you gotta you gotta you know isolate yourself basically. Right. Uh, with that being said, as far as I think it might be a warning, but at the same time, if these cases keep rolling in over there, I wouldn't shock me if they ruled it out. But yeah. I, I it kind of would surprise me, but it wouldn't shock me. I guess. Once again, fingers crossed. I know we I know we told you a little while ago that we would be boycotting the Olympics, but uh, no longer, no problem. That, 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 see, that's the perks of the good old cannabis plant mm. is that you don't hold grudges you stay happy right. everything's good we're not <laughs> mad at the olympics we understand it's the rules shikari shouldn't have done it do we think it's stupid of course and we can bitch about it but hey we ain't mad about it it is what it is you know but hey here's everybody else just all mad in this world you know who am i though what do i know i'm not i'm not i'm nobody i'm just a guy who talks to you for about an hour and a half every day on a, and on a segment titled Rants and Reactions. <laughs> well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Moving right along. Speaking of Rants and Reactions, uh, we got a little ranting to do, a little reacting to do, a uh, little betting to do okay. here. Uh, PGA 3M Open starts tomorrow. Did you happen to uh, take a look through any lines? Anything stood out to a wee you? Bit. Anything a wee bit. Up? I did. What, um, uh, what are you liking? I think uh, it sounds like this course is tailor-made for some of these big hitters. That's why you see, aside from him being very good, obviously, that's why you see Dustin Johnson being the heavy uh, plus 700 favorite. Next closest is plus 14. But, uh, yeah, so I do like, I don't know if I'm taking Dustin Johnson to win. I do like him. However, one guy that I like a little bit further down with some big odds is my man Bubba Watson. Mm. Been playing pretty well the last month or so. Kind of, uh, you know, wheels fall off late in these tournaments. But he's a big hitter himself, so I do like him. Partner, we have breaking news. I don't mean okay. to. Uh, I, 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 I don't mean to destroy you, but we have some breaking news here. Giannis Antetokounmpo has been seen in a Chick Fil A drive-through with his MVP trophy and the Lario hanging out with him as wow. well. 
He is living the life, living the dream. The 50-year curse has been broken for the city of Milwaukee, and it is wow, thanks to that young man. 50 years, 50 piece, 50, 50 years, nugs. 50 piece, 50 nugs. Boy, they're hooking it up. It's everything. It was supposed <laughs> to happen this way, ladies and gentlemen. Congrats awesome. to Giannis. It is a great video. Won't, won't show it, obviously, copyright reasons and stuff, but uh, suggest you go check that out. Back to the PGA. Bubba Watson smashing the hell out of the ball. Had a couple of uh, so-so outings recently. I mean, you well, know, been, you know yeah, you're right. He's I, been playing well, but this, the wheels have been falling how off. How about this for a hosting job? Just here and right back into this action. <laughs> okay, so the wheels have been falling off on Sunday. I don't mm-hmm. understand. Or he gets to late Saturday, maybe a bogey or two, gets him in a weird spot, and then he gets to Sunday, plays well, eh, right in the middle, and then has to try and right. shit bricks to try and get in the house with a lead. I think he's been uh, kind of being aggressive in those late spots because he has been typically one or two shots behind. So yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah. aggressive, get into that winning category. Sure. So I'm going to go top 10 at plus 300 for my man, okay. Bubba Watson. Ho- also, hold on. You know what? Let's just do it. Let's see what this is about. This Seattle-Washington number has called me about, I was thinking about it fucking times, so let's do it. Spam call on the air. Here we go. Hello? Yes, um, hello. Am I speaking with Mr. Colton Shroka? Maybe not a spam call. Uh, well, I'll call you back. Thank you very much. All right, so maybe that's not a spam call. So you never know what. Come on, that was spam and a half. What are you no, talking about? I, I don't. I don't think that was spam. No? I, I actually. I think that might have been something with uh, the old student loan or something oh, like that. So, boy. Uh, so I don't want to that, but didn't want to get in. Well, I didn't want to get into that. Who knows? Uh, don't want to give out any personal information. So, might is have it to, true uh, that your social security number might, is? Might have to call them back. We'll see. Uh, either way, they have uh, a hankering for getting a hold of me today. They, he's actually already calling me back, so it's got to be something important. Goodness gracious. All right. Goodness gracious. Keeping this show moving on down the tracks, ladies and gentlemen. The wheels are off the tracks. Uh, the wheels we're are so off. far off the tracks. Yeah, we're off the fucking tracks at this point. I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. All right. Uh, uh, 3M open. Back to that. Just Bubba real Watson, quick. Watson, top 10 plus 300. That's <laughs> my pick. That's there it. You go. Get the fuck I out. I like him and Dustin Johnson, but my only actual pick is He's Bubba. He's calling me back again. What the fuck is going on? Okay, that is definitely not spam. Yeah, that's not spam. I'm going to have to answer that later. <laughs> Holy shit. I get bona fide spam, though, so if, yeah, I, yeah, if yeah, I get you, one, we'll fucking pop we'll into it. We'll go back to it. Um, But I'm not buying DJ <laughs> as the uh, outright favorite. I'm, I'm just not buying that. Interested in a little sprinkle on Louie again, but uh, does appear that I'm interested because uh, it just does obviously... appear that he's a you know he's just a doggone guy who's just gonna be like that Tony Finau curse uh-huh. plays all the way good yeah. and then it just kind of finishes out. But hey, if you like him once again for top five after round one, you can get that for plus seven fifty. You can also get leader after round one once again, which I don't think is too far of a long shot. At oh plus, no, that's at plus thirty one hundred. That is way too doggone juicy. That's worth a sprinkle. That was round one plus thirty one hundred. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. Uh, Andil's got the better odds on this one. He's only plus two thousand round one leader. Jeez. Okay. So hey, maybe that's something to look at there. Kind of the difference uh, between that. But I do think for sure in round one, I'm gonna sprinkle once again on Louis. Uh, I think he played too doggone good at the open last week and i think he just carries that on he took a couple of weeks off just to have the rest to be able to carry it into this next string of some of these big tournaments so i think he comes out and does just fine and as a matter of fact i like him at the bare minimum to have another top five finish yeah give me that at plus 360 probably for my best bet of the open top five yeah 
Yeah, man. Jeez. Uh, the odds are usually pretty competitive here, DK and FanDuel, but it uh, looks like FanDuel's whooping uh, DK's ass on these whooping odd prices. Ass. Yeah, top five after round one, even for Louis, plus 750. I mean, that's that that's a hell of a bet in and of itself because yeah. I think he comes out and plays extremely well. I think he carries on the momentum, no question. Yeah, I mean, like you said, round one, round two, those probably are some decent bets, so I'll be right there with you on that one, I think. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the 3M Open PGA and whatever the what hell just segment. <laughs> What a great in segment. Between. Let's keep it going here. Let's keep it moving. Hey, my domain. There you go. Step into my my eight-sided circle, if you will. The UFC, World MMA, boxing, everything in between. All right, you might have seen me tweet it out yesterday. Uh, if you didn't, I'm about to tell you about it. It has been rumored and not very excited about it. I believe me and you talked about this off of the show, sure but needed to bring it to the show. Right. Logan Paul versus Anderson Spider Silva is rumored to be in the works. Right. Myself personally, not a big fan. Don't want any of that nonsense happening. I think that would tarnish the name of Anderson Silva. And I'm sorry, but there is a very, 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 very large majority of not only the people that watch these exhibition Showtime boxing matches on TikTok but also fight fans in general that have only been fight fans for a very short amount of time and have only seen Anderson Silva get whooped by the now current 185-pound king, Israel Adesanya. Right. And it honestly wasn't a die. I mean, Izzy won, clearly, but it wasn't sure. like a wash or anything And like then that. you go back before that, the last time we saw him, I do believe before that, would have been him breaking his leg against right. Chris Weidman. Right. So... That being the case, also, I think he he might have faced somebody else in between there. I want to say, if you can pull up, sure. uh, see if you can find anything on Anderson. But I has he? I think he's fought recently uh, in a boxing match. In a boxing match? I believe. I, I didn't know if he had or not. Either way, I don't think it's good for his look. I don't think it's good for where uh, where he needs to be going at all. I think Anderson needs to hang it up a little bit. Because I do think Logan Paul would win that fight. Anderson is a kickboxer. That's the first time you've ever heard me back one of these Paul brothers. I am not backing Jake at all against Tyron. I think that that is going to be a totally different story than any one of these fights that you have seen so far on Showtime. But nonetheless, I'll talk about that a little bit in a minute. I Anderson Anderson's kicks are what made him Anderson the Spider Silva. Right. I mean, he they call him the Spider because spiders have eight legs and he uses all eight limbs. He's he's a madman, and if you take away six of his limbs and only allow him to use two, that severely limits his skill set. And I I just don't buy it, and I don't think I don't think it's a good fight. I don't so think one, it's a good fight. First of all, he also fought Uriah Hall about a year and a half ago or so in the UFC, and now this year he That's fought. Right. That's right. Pretty recently, he fought Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. and beat him by a split decision in a boxing match. Quick story about Uriah Hall. Okay, fighting pretty soon, I believe. Yeah, he actually is next week. Awesome. I, I believe so. so, actually. Awesome guy. Great human being. That being said, delivered one of the nastiest knockouts to one of my former training partners really? in The Ultimate Fighter. If you guys have actually seen that, uh, I didn't train with uh, Adam all too much. We had uh, combined camps every once in a while. However, um, Adam Sello fought out of St. Louis for Finney's MMA, and this was back oh, a few years ago. But Uriah Hall delivered a, if you guys don't remember it, I hope you do, it was on Tough. He delivered a spinning heel kick that caught Adam right on the jaw, and I was watching it live. And like 
Adam hadn't said anything. He didn't tell us what the outcome, and we like had this whole watch party. And uh, oh man, it was uh, it was not fun to watch <laughs> by any stretch of the term. Uh, still gives me goosebumps when I watch that fight. And uh, that's that's kind of Uriah Hall's had some other highlights here and there. Um, but that 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 was right. I kind of forgot total tangent there, but total forgot that. Um, Silva kind of had become that gatekeeper for just a little for bit of time. For a couple fights, yeah. Uh, but yeah, got a little bit of a boxing experience. But I mean, if this does happen, it, at the very least, we won't see uh, Logan Paul just falling all over Anderson Silva like he did with Floyd. Because Floyd's obviously sure. a lot smaller. Silva's sure. uh, similar size. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I told you plenty about uh, Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley so far. I think Tyron Woodley's going to run away with that fight. I Is don't that coming up next month. Yeah, I don't. Uh, August 29th, I do believe. Sounds right. I don't. Uh, I don't care. 23rd or 29th. I don't care how old Tyron is. I don't care that he's lost his last few fights in the UFC. He didn't lose against schlubs. He didn't he wasn't fighting on his way out like you see a lot of guys going. He was not a gatekeeper. He was getting beat by the best guys in the division right. and actually by the current pound for pound king of that division, Kamaru Usman. So, I don't buy it. I think Woodley I don't and Jake tried to throw, "Oh, who's your coach today? Who's your coach today?" He's trying to learn an entirely new art and how to be perfect at it in under six months. I'd be bringing in every fucking coach on every corner of this planet mm. if I could. So I, I I don't buy it. I don't think Jake's getting this one done. What do you got? No, I'm with you on that yeah. one. I mean, I, I, I'm I ready to see both of these dudes yeah, knock I the know. fuck out, man. I know. I, I am too. At, at the end of the day, we got to get off the soapbox. But <laughs> off the soapbox into more boxing. Uh, more boxing. More actually real life real fights that count towards records, not exhibition matches. Uh, we had announced yesterday that Anthony Joshua is going to be facing Alexander Usyk or Usyk. Not totally sure. Haven't right. uh, heard of him all too often, but he looks like a big, scary dude. Uh, looks like a countryman of mine, a nice Polish fellow, that legendary Polish power. Uh, I don't know what's going to go on with Anthony Joshua. How do you think about that? I'm not, uh, not, <laughs> I'm not too sure what's going to go on in that fight. We haven't heard much out of Anthony Joshua for quite some time, so I'm right. going to have to dive deep into that. But that fight did just get announced uh, yesterday sometime in um, September or, or November that's coming, I do believe. I do believe it's after the Wilder and Fury fight, yeah. but, I, but that's just it's still kind of in the rumbling. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just contracts in the works for that. So there will be an Anthony Joshua fight this year. As for Wilder and Fury, that was actually supposed to happen this weekend. Upcoming? That, yeah, that wow. was uh, going to be the fight. Obviously, we had the COVID issues, the outbreak in uh, Fury's camp. They have now, if you didn't know, moved it back to October 9th. That was announced uh, a few weeks back. So it is now October 9th. Still be at the T-Mobile Arena. Find yourself in Vegas. Get yourself some tickets. Go check it out because that should be a electric affair. Let me tell you that. Both guys hate each other. It's one and one. It's time to settle the score. Nothing else super major, but we do have a little uh, bare-knuckle fighting coming up. Did the research on the fight I've been telling you about okay. so doggone much. This TikToker's name is New Main. New Main. New Main. New Main. And now you now, now you understand why I couldn't remember this 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 name. Like what and now I'm never gonna forget it. New Main. New Main. Uh he is fighting Blueface. That's who I would have guessed was the uh TikToker. Because yeah. I have no idea yeah, who these people yeah, he are. He is so. the rapper. Uh in bare knuckle fighting. Now what surprises me that they're actually doing this in BKFC now, as opposed to boxing exhibition or something? Yeah, that that uh, I don't know if they both understand what that means. Right, like 
neither one of these guys look like they should be in there. Now, granted, mm-hmm. Blueface and the few training videos. Now, I've seen no new main training videos, and I've seen a boatload of Blueface training videos, and he actually looks like for a tiny little dude, he's got a little bit of power. And it only takes just a little bit of power to shut someone's lights out when you got nothing protecting knuckles. And at the end of the day, gloves are meant to protect knuckles, not your face. So I don't know if these boys know what they've gotten themselves into or at the very bare minimum, if Newman knows what he's gotten himself into. I think that TikTok pretty boy face might be a little messed up for the coming weeks here after this weekend as that fight is on Friday night. Here comes a dad joke. Is he going to have the blue face? Gotta love Moving it. on. <laughs> Moving right <laughs> along. There you go. There you have it. A uh, couple other quick peaches, peaches of information uh, to all of you who were looking forward to the Hasbullah verse. Uh, it was Abdurozik. Abdurozik. I, I think I'm saying that right. Two little guys. The legends. They were going to duke it out. The fight's off. We're not having it anymore. Hezbollah says, I'm done. You keep jacking me around with money. We've been talking about this too much. I'm out. I'm out. However you say that in Russian, I'm not sure. But that's what he said. He wanted 20 million Russian ruples, rubles, ruples, what, ruples maybe? You're dead already, bro. Either way, my (laughs) fault. I apologize. I should have known that. But it's equal to $250,000, all right? So doesn't seem like a whole lot for a fight and uh, the promoter wouldn't go over seven million apparently meanwhile mr hezbollah needing to get paid mm-hmm. abderozik i'll fight for free i don't give a damn i'll smash his head in for zero dollars <laughs> so fight is off doesn't look like it's coming back to the table but after all of this electricity across the internet of these two guys Nothing. we gotta see this fight gotta but i guess we're not gonna see it so I don't know. We'll keep you updated on it. But for now, wage dispute, fight is off. Fight is off. A uh, little bit of UFC right quick, real quick, before we keep it moving on along. First things first here. Um, not really sure what's all uh, going on with the Sugar Show. But if you didn't see it, he was hanging out with old Takashi 69 right? yesterday. Or a few days ago, whenever it might have been. Having an electric time, it seemed. Of course. Uh but he gets himself a 6'9 tattoo right on the uh, the trapezoid there. Mm-hmm. Uh, in between, uh, just kind of right in. I mean, it's literally right in the middle of there. And it is a sizable 6'9. Of course. Two of which 6'9 did the first half of the six and then handed it over to his tattoo artist. Looked absolutely ridiculous before the tattoo artist really? fixed it. Yeah, it was all <laughs> it was all over the place and then the tattoo fixed it. But it is a big, dark, black, bold 6'9". So, hey, I hope that Sugar Show doesn't lose any fans because of this. I hope this doesn't cause any issues for the Sugar Show because of this. But uh, Sugar Show's got a 6'9 tattoo. Takashi back? Takashi 6'9 back? No, thanks. No, thanks. Not from us. I'm more than good on that. I don't need any of that music. Uh, I, I, there's plenty of plenty of other people doing it in the same style, but better. So I, uh, I'm good. I don't need any more of that. Uh, moving along, though, a little bit of additional UFC news. So the now bantamweight champ, right? The man. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. is it 125? You're asking me. Ah, either way, gosh darn it. Um, the Brandon Moreno, right, 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 champ of the 120. Yeah, it's 125 division. I do believe it wouldn't be bantamweight because bantamweights is is all Joe, or is that featherweight? 
is Aljo. Help me out here, guy. I'm working on. on it. I'm working on it. Everybody hang tight. Uh, yeah. Flyweight. Flyweight, 125. Okay. So, king of the flyweight division, Brandon Moreno. Si se puede, si se puede, si se puede. He says, hey, I ain't interested in a rematch with Figueredo. I already whooped his ass twice as far as I'm concerned. I got that draw. Then I got it outright. I got this gold strapped around my chest. I think he needs to fight somebody else before I give him another opportunity. I'm not interested in a rubber match. King moves, question mark, Mr. Magnuson, or is he being a little bit too brash a little bit too soon? Maybe a little brash, but I mean, like you said, he got the first fight draw. Everyone thinks he got the win. So mm-hmm. if you're thinking that, then that's fair. I mean, I still think... I don't think there's any issue getting the rematch because I think he no. can prove bona fide that, uh, hey, I'll kick your ass a third time, dude. I don't give a shit. That's yeah. what I would say he should be doing. Yeah, I would have to agree. Um, I, I I think he's well within his rights to say this. Because, uh, I mean, and, and I'm, well, I feel like I've become, I'm still a casual fan, but I'm probably above average casual fan here. There's not a sure. ton of names on this list that jump off the page to me on here on this uh, rankings list for the flyweight division. So, uh, I mean, as far as uh, the fight you know, perspe- uh, spectacle would be concerned. Figueredo most definitely would be the biggest one as far as the broad audience of the USC- F- UFC is concerned. Actually, I wouldn't mind seeing that Askar Askerdens fight. Okay. That Alex Perez fight wouldn't be bad. You know, there's a couple of guys I could see him going up against that I think would be some good opponents that sure. I think Brandon Moreno can run through because he has been doggone good. But hey, that's the word on the street. Moreno is not interested in a third fight with Figueredo, so we'll have to wait to see who the 125 champ is going to be fighting next. That does it all. That's all I got you for the eight-sided circle. A whole nother, What another segment. I mean, just covering all types of things and going anywhere we doggone well, please. So there you have it. Uh, a couple of quick other pit stops. Nothing too crazy, too major in between. Then we'll wrap it up with the hardwood. Talk a little bit about last night's game six. MLB news. Uh... Gotta mention it, because you're probably not going to see him anymore this season. I actually didn't see this. Uh, Starlin Castro is out for the season. Um, shit, another guy. Another guy for domestic violence reasons. Uh, once again, as you always see on this show, we do not get into that. We do not discuss that. We do not talk about politics. That is out of our realm. We do not talk about anything in between. It's out of our realm. We just talk about sports bets and shit that makes us laugh. But, but if there's a statement to be made as far as to be him made, being out, we'll say it. Well, uh, you're not going to see Starlin Castro anymore this year. It was going to be one of those short little, it kind of seemed exactly like Bauer, one of those short little uh, administrative leave deals. And yeah, this isn't going to get cleaned up. You might as well just take the rest of the season off. Right. So we'll see what happens. Not uh, not a great, great look there for the Washington lineup. They uh, definitely needed his bat. He was really starting to turn things on. Uh, for the Tigers, take a serious, serious yep. hit in their pitching rotation. Uh, Matt Manning's really going to have to start stepping up. And I do think we see that here today. But Spencer Turnbull actually uh, just underwent TJ. Tommy John surgery. He's done for the season. Uh, we won't see him. So that sucks to have that happen. He was having a really, really good year so far. And uh, not not blowing the, the doors off no, the numbers. but I mean, as means, far as having to bring up somebody from uh, whether it be AAA or, you know, somebody you know, you worse. On, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's that uh, as far as that. And then uh, another player of note, some news came out. The legend already, or mm-hmm. Shohei Otani, has signed. You know, they say when um, when the tide rises, all it's good for all of the boats. Right. Sports industry's growing. Yeah. It is. It is 
growing, growing, growing as sports gambling is only helping to that. Shohei Otani signs an exclusive deal with Fanatics to provide his merchandise, his autographs, his apparel, and everything in between. Get paid, Otani. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I don't know. I didn't see a number on the contract, but get paid. Yeah, the things are going to be racking in. I'm excited to see some uh, very, very exclusive Shotani gear. I might have to get my hands on some of it myself, yes, man. I mean, he you can't not be a fan of this guy. And <laughs> i he's going to go to the moon. He's, sure. going to, he's already on the moon, and uh, he might go to the fucking Pluto. Who knows? Dude? Who knows where he's going to go, but Otani's here to stay, and he ain't going nowhere when it comes to MLB baseball. One other thing I wanted to mention, uh, if you missed it last night, uh hope you didn't because – it was actually very, very, very solid. And I'm not saying that. Don't don't take that as, oh, women shouldn't be doing this or whatever. But if you didn't watch the Tampa Bay Rays versus Baltimore Orioles game, it was on YouTube yesterday, and it was an all-woman broadcast. And it was absolutely electric. I was, you know how I, I actually talked about this yesterday. You know how I said when I watch broadcasting, I want to know why he just hit a two-run double. Sure. Why did he just hit a two-run double? These ladies were breaking down the pitch, the velo on the pitch, the rotation, why it was here, why it went to this part of the ballpark because of this, why he's been struggling, why Means was doing this. It's a totally different MLB. I mean, it was the best broadcasting I've listened to in a very long time. So much deserved, ladies. I can't think all their names. I'm sure I could pick it all the way up. You do deserve that respect. I'll retweet some more stuff out about it tonight. But man, oh man. It was a killer broadcast, and if you guys see that again, I suggest you watch it. I suggest you tune in because they were murdering the game. Jet Passon actually talked about it. Jeff Passon, Jet Passon, whatever you want to say. Uh, he talked about it, and he said it before the broadcast even started. He said, this is not, like, I'm not interested in this. Like, I respect all of these ladies. Like, this is not because it's an all-women broadcast. This is because it is going to be completely witty, sharp, and one of the best broadcasts you've watched in a while. Right. And I trust Jeff Pass, and I said, okay, let me tune in. And it was electric. Yeah. It was awesome. People are underestimating. I mean, you you said it. You want to know why things are happening. And, and people are, I mean, broadcasts, especially baseball, are starting to get into that. But people underestimate how, or the networks underestimate how much of the general public actually wants to hear those things right. and not just BS, you know, top line uh, rumor stories and whatnot. Obviously, right. we want those sprinkled in here and there. But sure. like you said, we want to know why and where things are happening and what's going to happen potentially or what you think is going to happen. And uh, yeah, I missed this one last night. I forgot about it. I was all NBA finals last night, but uh, I'm not going to miss the next one. Yeah, it was solid. It was very, very solid. And uh, from somebody who bitches and moans and complains about broadcasts mm -hmm. they murdered it right so once again congrats ladies that was absolutely awesome uh moving on moving on along uh nothing uh, no no major update college basketball 112 days you'll be able to see a countdown timer that i'm gonna tell you about here very shortly so hang on website updates coming inbound hang on tight uh nfl I'm not going to dive in here. I was going to dive in here. I was going to poke you a little bit more on Rose, but you said I'm about tired of hearing all this shit. I was ready for with, my uh, uh, bullshit bib here. <laughs> my bullshit bib. <laughs> uh, I was going to dive in, but 
But we've already uh, dove into plenty of that, and we're already about 11.30 here already, so uh, we got a yeah, couple other right. things to talk real about. real quick, I mean, there was buzz about it yesterday, but it was honestly just a recycled story from earlier in the offseason. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the full recycled story. Like, it wasn't... We didn't know that it would have made him the highest NFL paid... Guess, highest NFL paid player in history. Infer, like, I mean, wow, come on. You, you're just saying that because you're a Packers fan. You don't know he was going to be the highest paid NFL player. And yes... It was clickbaity because guess, it's would, yeah. uh, you, yes, it's clickbaity. I agree with you on that. But if we're being technically technical, it is kind of a new story, kind it's of really a new though. story, but not really a new story. So that's why I don't want to waste too much time on it because whatever. Mm. Well, we got plenty of other stuff to jab him on here in the coming mm. weeks. So you just relax once we get into some Packers we'll Packers talk. Yeah, well, all right. Either way. Uh, quick little update. If you didn't know, <laughs> the uh, the Rams took a serious hit yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard about it. Uh, it actually happened after, right after we got off the pot. I hate when that happens. Cam Akers goes down with an Achilles injury, uh, out for season. It looks like. You know, there's been a lot of guys. Obviously, um, it's different sport to sport, right? But um, there's been plenty of guys in the NFL, and, and albeit guys who need that Achilles even more, if that's possible, albeit. Offensive linemen, defensive linemen need that, be able to lean back well, yeah, on that yeah. muscle. Um, they've had plenty of Achilles injuries that I've seen, and they've come out, come back just fine. So I think that Cam will come back just fine. Now, what holes can they possibly fill? Something interesting that I don't think anybody's thinking about, and this is my hot take, is that Adrian Peterson is a free agent. And could we see the reunion of AP? in Maddie Ice in LA this year. Right. I think it's very, very I think possible. It is too. I don't not now I'm not saying that Henderson, I talked about Henderson yesterday, or actually not I just talked to you off the off the air. Henderson is a very elusive back. He's very, very tight and consistent, but he's not one of those guys off the tackles. He's just one of those guys that buries it, buries it, buries it game after game, and then he might rip one off. He gets plenty of action, but he might not always get the numbers. Partner kind of teased it with me. He's like, "What do you think they go back to Todd Gurley?" <sighs> I don't. Well, I, I was. That was what Twitter was saying. Well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't buying into that at all. Yeah, let him save himself. Absolutely, <laughs> he wasn't buying into that. And we talked about that. It just doesn't make any logistical sense. Whether it's his knees, his ankles, whatever the case his knees might are torn be, up. he's done so, man. He he averaged sub. Uh, it was negative zero point two six EPA per attempt right. last year. I mean, he was he had no value, no value whatsoever. So that makes no sense. And then they got a couple of rookies or even practice squad couple, guys yeah, they yeah, picked up. Guys, who, who I even know who the hell they are. Well, with that being said, I honestly have a lot of faith in the Rams. Adrian Peterson might not be a bad choice. I have I a lot of it is. but they've been they've found some success. Uh, you know, finding guys whether it's uh, you know these rookies, undrafted guys, they've had a lot of success plug and play, or you know just finding some stream guys to at least at, at the running back spot. I mean, they K Makers was kind of one of those guys, so. I've got a lot of faith in them to get it figured out. I think this is more of a, you know, a system where all you got to do is just find the right style of running back. And I think you're going to find some success. So I don't think they need to go try and swing it for the fence. But I mean, even I think Adrian Peterson could actually be a good fit. So, uh, and obviously he's got the football IQ. So that might not be a bad spot. A lot of people I saw on Twitter were saying Frank Gore, but 
No. I don't think that's the right fit. I don't think that's, think that's, that's the, the right, right fit. fit at all. Not for that offense no. now. Um, but yeah, I think AP could be absolutely electric, and I think way too many people are overlooking that here. And people might be like, Matt Stafford, AP reunion, they were together for at least a year. Yeah, they definitely were. Was that last year? Uh, Yeah. Okay. It was just a quick little, and they were actually pretty doggone good together. They, or it might have even been the two years. I think AP was with them for two years. I could be, yeah, I'm not even I, sure. Either way, um, definitely, because yeah, he uh, he stayed within the. Uh, I almost said NL Central. That was just last year. <laughs> it was just last just year. Just last year. Yeah. I uh, that was funny. <laughs> Sixteen games. Though. Um, but yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see. I think he is a very intriguing add to that lineup, and uh, him and Henderson would be a nice one-two punch. But uh, that's about it coming out of the NFL. Um, have a little bit more to tell you about it here in just a minute when I tell you about the website. All right, hold on. Hang on. Hang tight. Uh, last but certainly not least, partner, lay it on me. Let me have it. Game six of the NBA Finals. You've been beating the Bucks drum since the start of the playoffs. They are now your 2021 Larry O'Brien Trophy winners. What's going through your mind? How you feeling? Uh, we've had a few hours here removed from Game Six. What uh, what are we seeing? We see the uh, the MVPs out there living life. Yeah, my man, he was absolutely freaking incredible. I mean, I I, I certainly uh, you know obviously I took his over points prop, but uh, he exceeded expectations. He was so in the zone last night. I kind of predicted that he was going to get the line more uh, more than he had the previous two games, which he did. I didn't yeah, expect yeah. him to put it in 90% like he did. Right. But, uh, yeah, man, <clears throat> Devin Booker did not play well last night. Uh, I that Obviously, I said that was more of a lean on the, on the side there, which uh, he was not good. I expect him. He seemed like he was more of a prisoner of the moment. It seemed down the stretch there would be, whether it was questionable fouls or questionable no calls like someone would hound him or at least in his eyes hound him maybe it was a little bit more aggressive and there would be no call and he'd be get a little bit frustrated and then he would go down and, and there was one point where he like hugged someone from behind and then got really upset that he got the foul call because he didn't get that same call wasn't exactly the same call he was a little bit more of a prisoner of the moment yeah uh so i expect him whether he gets back there or not again i think he's gonna have a lot more experience in these types of games coming down the stretch because i mean he was fantastic throughout the entire playoffs but when the chips are down game six of the finals uh yeah he uh i think he'll have more experience coming around chris paul was not bad at all last night he was actually pretty solid started off slow but well, he started off real slow people were saying he's hurt he's hurt and then i kind of clapped back like well what are we talking about here like we've seen him turtle in these moments time and time again he ain't hurt we've seen this movie before and uh he turned that around he figured it out obviously they didn't win but uh uh yeah so chris paul's future is a little bit of a question mark i didn't see for sure it sounded like he might have said that he wants to come back he's got a big big player option for this next year uh so he can either opt into that for one more year or uh opt out and either hit free agency or uh you know re-sign for a bigger uh two three four years with the suns rumor has it he's going to new york that's what New York fans always try to. I'm not saying you're wrong, and I'm not. And maybe it is, but uh, and that would be a good fit, honestly. Yeah, it but would be an uh, amazing. Fit. I, I would be surprised if he doesn't want to run it back one more time with the Suns, honestly. Because I mean, yeah. I could see it sounded like he wanted to opt out of this player option. It's like a 45 million dollar player option that he would opt out of, which obviously he's got all the money in the world, yeah. and he probably just wants that. Uh, you know, three, four years well, security. Shit. State Farm's paying him forty-five million every sure, Tuesday. Sure, so. sure, sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, shit. Uh, the 
Knicks could be an option for him, like you said. I uh, I have to feel like he's got a sour taste in his mouth and wants to run it back there in Phoenix. But uh, sure. we'll see. I mean, people are already saying go to uh, go to the Lakers and play with your buddy LeBron. That might not be off the table. That would be a little uh, you know a little cheap uh, cop out there trying to get a ring, which uh, obviously he wants it. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, the Bucks they're gonna look uh, pretty similar next year. Uh, you were right, actually. I was uh, kind of. Not saying you were wrong, but uh, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday are about to go to the Olympics as well. I uh, did not yeah, realize that. I knew, I knew there was somebody out of this. Right, which actually shocks me, man, that they're really? going to go through this entire season and then go right over to Tokyo. Cause yeah, I, I, I knew I knew that was a storyline. I just could not think yeah, of who the hell no, you it was. Right. So, it was hey, I'm two. glad you uh, mm-hmm. were able to find that out because I could not remember whatsoever. So I'm not sure. I mean, Giannis is obviously going to get some rest, and he's going to come out fantastic next year again. Yeah. But uh, hey, He gets that scoring in check. Look out, NBA. Look out. Yeah. I mean, he was, yeah, free throws were awesome last night. I think he was just in the zone, honestly. I don't know if he'll figure that out or not, but uh, you got something else? Yeah. Speaking of look out, we already got odds for next year. 2021 NBA Finals outright betting champion. Nets, number one, plus 200. Lakers, number two, plus 600. Bucks coming in at number three, plus 850. Suns right behind them, plus 1,200. Number five, Los Angeles Clippers, plus 1,300. And the Warriors, plus 1,300. Same odds just to round it out for the top five or six here. Utah Jazz, plus 1,300. You get out of that. 76ers plus 1600 and then you get into the 2000s starting with the denver nuggets interesting very I mean, interested uh i don't i did not it's that's i no that ain't i that's way too early for me i got no idea yeah yet. no i, I mean shit. <laughs> i'm not saying i'm placing any bets or anything but uh yeah the nets being the favorites uh obviously if they're healthy if they were healthy this year uh they would have in my opinion still would have ran through the bucks i was mm-hmm. uh you know i was on the nets drum the very very beginning of the playoffs when they were uh, you know at least somewhat <laughs> and healthy. i kept saying they were gonna get bounced i just news i just i think yeah i think they're gonna get right. bounced i just keep saying it but uh yeah coming back i mean you get a super team now in their second year if they can stay healthy i someone else is gonna have to you know build their roster up a little more to compete with that uh you know i think the lakers are gonna retool a little bit here uh not not a rebuild by any means i think they're gonna retool a little bit here their roster depth kind of tip uh dropped off a little bit obviously they had injuries but uh ad lebron should be healthy coming into next year so they i think they're gonna be dangerous like i said chris paul is on the table uh i don't know how much of a shakeup we're gonna see this offseason in the nba could be a couple big names moving around i'm not sure but uh yeah don't write off the lakers don't write off the lakers they'll be back they'll be uh at the very least they'll make a deeper playoff run well Well, hey some of those dunks i saw lebron making in space jam too he's gotta (laughs) have a good next year i i don't know man but but uh yeah we'll see man we'll see i'm uh i'm interested to see where Kawhi's at for this upcoming season uh because the clippers if they retool a little bit who knows man we got plenty to talk about in the nba here in the coming months when it comes back around the corner but that's enough for today that does it next week though nba draft next week we might uh Uh, dive back right back into it ladies and gentlemen so make sure you stay tuned but that does it for today's rants and reactions nothing else nothing more couple quick what do you got oh sorry quick nhl thing there was buzz that the seattle kraken might scoop up Carey price oh it was gonna be a big hit on their bottom line so the people were swaying away but they're not doing it they ain't doing it oh okay it would have been like an uh one eighth of their uh Cap. It's like cap hit or something oh, like that. Yeah, that's just like, eh, I think yeah, you could probably find some better, very, you know, close to that same value with a lot lower contract next yeah. time around, which is looking like what they're going to do. Well, hey, appreciate it. Now, 
Thank you for the uh, yeah. NHL update. I was Char- trying to look for a couple things, and I did want to say something about the Kraken because, hey, they're here. Expansion draft I coming. Love Holy logo, smokes. But I don't know enough about everything going on. I got to dive deep back into it. I don't yeah, know enough about the NHL draft. Especially not expansion shit. Yeah, I don't know enough about the NHL draft. I'm dead honest about it. I got no clue. So, yeah. especially ex- expansion draft, I had no clue in in the slightest. So <laughs> Vegas, uh, Vegas, obviously the most recent expansion. They had a tweet graphic that was like, uh, "Who are allowing available? Nobody. Who might be on the move? Nobody. Something else? Nobody. Did we do this right?" And <laughs> it was like, oh, okay, interesting. What, what was that like in relation? Because well, like everyone's supposed to put like a number of certain players that are available as far as the expansion draft. So it's oh, like available for their, on their team. Yeah, and they were just I like, nobody you. can't have anybody. <laughs> <I got you>. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking goobers. Uh, well, yeah, there you go. There you have it. I didn't deliver that very well, but yeah, you know. I was a little confused as to what you're saying. But like hey, I said, glad I we got it cleared. I don't fully understand yeah, NHL see, expansion. There you go. There you go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's unprecedented. All right. Well, before. We officially wrap the show up with uh, some motivation minutes here from yours truly and uh, give Mags a quick second to see if he's got anything in the sidebar portion here. Uh, Quick little update. Reminder, everything. You guys, the Talking the Line website is coming out after this show. We will make sure to let you know on our Twitter exactly when it drops, exactly when it's ready to rock and roll. Got a few things we got to get accomplished and get done to roll it out perfectly for you in the meantime couple things you need to know about it is going to be talkingtheline.com nice and easy once uh, we also post it on uh, twitter we'll also just have obviously a nice little link that you can click there maybe even a little thumbnail with it too most likely that'll happen uh some things i would direct you to uh take a peep ski at mm-hmm. something to uh keep in the back of the mind here before drop in a few hours maybe not even a few hours um, might want to stop by the live lines and odds section. Yup. Something to think about there. I implore you to, uh, pop on in to the today's best bets area. Right. The home tab also has some things I highly suggest you scroll on all the way through that bad boy for, because it's not just any old plain horseshit homepage. Mm-hmm. It's got interactive stuff. Right. It's got stuff jumping off the page. And it's going to keep you locked into everything talking to Line Sports Media. So make sure you stop by there too. Got a nice little, even though you might know us a little bit, you might not know the story of TTL Sports Media. You might not know the, the whole story. So got a little about section in there. So that you stop by there, learn yourself a little bit more about the TTL crew. Uh, also, last but certainly not least, check out the other section additional ttl info um might have some some insights as to what's coming right around the corner for talking the line sports media Hmm. might not have to be telling you guys all the time on the pod you might just be able to look and see exactly what's coming right around the corner so hey stop by there we got some uh some good links if you will on our partners page right check out the partners page obviously great stuff there and uh there's a few other tabs few other things i'll uh, let you wander on and ponder on about for the time being but boys and girls it's done it's good it has been a grind we're ready to release it to you so the talking the line website our central location will be dropped uh we'll have a couple of intro blogs right. as well to uh, be dropping down um not only an opportunity for you guys to learn about ttl uh sports media and the formation of it within the website but also 
stop in our blogs, learn a little bit about me, learn a little bit about mags, and then uh, see what you might be reading from time to time uh, from us. It's going to be a hodgepodge of everything in between. We're definitely going to be cover our favorite teams, any news stuff like that, uh, maybe even our hot takes, what we think about them at the current point in time in their specific season. Maybe uh, have some ideas. You've heard me talk about Chef Colt makes appearances on the weekends. Oh, I may or may not have some ideas for some game day recipes oh, coming your way. So, hey, go take a look at the website once we drop it. We'll be sure to let you know. And uh, if you haven't followed us on Twitter, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Talking the Line. Super easy. We don't make it hard for you guys to find us. We keep everything the same across every platform. That bad boy is dropping today, and I cannot wait to bring it to you guys. So make sure you are tuned in, locked in. We have ways you guys can bet on your favorite sports book right from our website. I'm not saying anymore because I don't want to spoil it. It is so badass. I cannot wait to bring this stuff to you guys. I cannot wait to expand our reach, expand our growth opportunities through this. It's already started to open up so many different doors. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. For uh, after the show here in a few hours, we will be dropping officially the TalkingTheLine.com website. That's about all I got on that end. Wanted to make sure you guys were nice and aware and hyped up for that. I mean, if 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 you can't tell how much I'm beaming about this, I mean, I, I could talk about it for a whole nother hour. I am so doggone excited to get this out of yeah, here and too. get back into blogging, get back into getting you guys more content, new stuff, get outside of just the day in and day out monotony of the TTL pod and, and just start bringing you guys all types of good stuff. And right around the corner, we got our favorite seasons coming up. And uh, oh, yeah, you'll yeah. be able to keep track of them right alongside with us. So outside of that, make sure you stop by the link tree, smash that bad boy, the first link in this episode's description so you can get everything updated. And in case you miss us on Twitter or something, we'll just drop the Talking the Line website on there as well. So you'll be able to find that. Uh, Make sure that you follow us on the Action Network HQ app. Uh, If you have not already, I am at cash underscore with underscore Colt. RMAGS is at RMAGS, all capitals, and then the Talking the Line best bets of the day from every single show are on at Talking the Line. So once again, super easy for you to find us. There you go. Uh, as for me and uh, Mag's personal pages, we smash in stuff outside of the pod as well. So make sure you follow us there, get you some additional value, and uh, get all the value that we dish out from the daily slates. Outside of that, I got not a whole lot of collada remaining in my noggin, partner, but uh, anything burning on your brain, melting in your heart, festering in your soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 85 of the TTL pod on this beautiful July 21st, 2021. Alrighty, so I don't remember if it was last week or two weeks ago. I mentioned that uh, sounded like EA might drop a new game, revitalized game. Ooh. Don't know if this was it. I don't know. I hope they have some. It seems like they got some more announcement coming. But they uh, redug up EA Sports uh, PGA Tour. Going to be coming in spring 2022. Now, last year there was a uh, new PGA Tour game. However, it was 2K. Mm. EA Sports, I like their golf games a little bit more. A lot of bit more, actually. A lot of bit more, yeah. So I will be excited for that. It should be a good one. However, I am hoping we get another announcement because that was nowhere near as juicy as what we thought it was going to be. Yeah, that was a little depressing. No, there was no like, oh, this was our big announcement. It sounds like there might still be a big announcement coming, but at least we get a little something. Spring 2022, uh, I mean, yeah, it's hard to be excited compared to uh, what we did think that was going to be coming. So like I said, hopefully we get some more coming. But, uh, you know, nonetheless, not a bad drop. All right. 
Not bad. We'll see. But you heard it here first. EA Sports, PGA, back on the marketplace. I'll just have Coming to keep very, whooping your ass very in 2K soon. or 2014 PGA golf, You yeah. effing wish, pal. You Two beat zip. me by one Two stroke. Zip. One first time. stroke. The last one was like four or five strokes. Okay, man. so I got a little shaky on seven through nine. I may or may not have triple bogeyed seven and screwed yeah. my whole round. Fucking four putt. What the hell am I doing out here? This is absolutely ridiculous. Man, I really want to stream some games. I wish we could. We got to try and figure that doggone yeah. thing out because it would be a blast. We were just having so much problem. I know we talked about it a long time ago going on Twitch, but uh, just so much problem with the Xbox console companion and all that shit. We're not PC gamers. So, I, and again, not being in tech, IT, like, right. I don't know what the PC fuck sounds like the time. It does too, but uh, not really trying to get into PC gaming at this current time. Would rather stick with sports gambling, sports betting, everything in between. So uh, we just kind of exhalate all that nonsense for the time being. But we still might have some shows and stuff on there on Twitch. Who knows? Yeah, once we get some more crew that knows how to handle the OIT sections, I'm sure we'll be on that shit. That'd be pretty uh, pretty cool. And oh, hey, uh, if you want to join the TTL crew, there might or might not be a way for you to do so on the TTL crew's website. Um, might be able to toss in an app. So hey, I don't know. Here nor there. Just make sure you stay uh, stay tuned at the TalkingTheLine.com website drop just after this show. Right. All right. Well, thank you for that update, partner. I appreciate you uh, letting me know that. I'm glad that uh, EA Sports 1 is coming out. Not a big fan of the 2K either, as it is not on Xbox Game Pass. So mm. a little bit of a bummer there for me. Uh, outside of that, reminded you of everything. You guys have been so kind to uh, give us your hard-earned time, your support, your following. So let me pay it back for you a little bit here today. Let's wrap up this show with my motivation minutes. All right. Well, I told you at the top of the show, I uh, wanted to share just a brief message with you on making adversity your friend. Now, also told you, I had... uh, come up with this quote it was actually back when uh we were writing the ttl newsletter and i had colt's inspiration corner so now we got motivation minutes might be bringing back the inspiration corner who knows what happens either way i come up with this quote and i wanted to share it with you guys today and it's kind of self-explanatory but uh just some of the thought process behind it and uh just kind of give you guys some thoughts as you're facing some of those obstacles today to remember that it's very easy to turn them into opportunities and allow them to work for you and and not work against you so my quote for you here today is adversity can become your best friend when you realize it realize that it's just there to help you learn and grow one more time adversity can become your best friend when you learn that it's only there to help you learn and grow had to read my own doggone quote i couldn't remember exactly how i worded it (laughs) but there you go um bottom line i know it's i know it's pretty straightforward straight to the point but adversity is your friend my friends i i can't uh i can't explain to you how powerful it is and how much you need to make adversity your friend it's not here to hurt you it's not here to make your life hard I know it may feel like it, but all you need is just a little bit of perspective. Stop looking at adversity like it's a negative thing, like it's a bad thing, like it's there to make your life difficult and make your day-to-day tasks harder than they actually are. Maybe it's time to start looking at that adversity like it's teaching you something, like it's there in your life to get you to that ultimate goal that you're trying to attain. And instead of actually blocking your path to get to that goal, it's actually... Maybe kind of a power boost, if you will, for those of you who are Mario Kart fans. All of a sudden, you 
you you get this power boost by taking advantage of adversity. Well, goodness gracious, we just had a little bit of a flash going power on boost in here. Right now. I have no idea what's happening. Hopefully, the power does not cut out. Um, so I will keep this nice and short uh, as we are, uh, as we're going. Uh, adversity, folks. Adversity. Adversity. <laughs> hey, use it as your friend. Don't know what I'm supposed to learn here. Don't know what I'm trying to get. But um, hey, one more time, as I leave you guys here today, I just want you to remember that adversity is your friend. Start utilizing it as a 